It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. Well, we're back to another week, and this is Colonel Mike. You know, I don't know, to do this broadcast this Monday is kind of a little bit a downer for me, I'd say. You know, usually I'm a perky and I'm excited, uh, love to do the National Security Hour. But with all that's going on around the globe, and we're going we're gonna to touch, we're going to try to touch on a few issues today. Uh, Dr. Mike with, uh, with uh, Colonel Mike, and Dr. Mike is just hanging in until I introduce him. But it's, uh, it's not happy news. It's not good news. And uh, we have so much domestic problems going on now, aside from what's going on in the globe. Um, just, just the other day, I read a piece. You know, if you had a mortgage at seventeen hundred, you're now thirty two hundred, or three thousand one hundred change, whatever. Uh, inflation is just like a, you know, illegal tax. Um, they can spend anything they want, and uh, if you don't like it, they'll get the media to make you eat it and swallow it and, and make you think that it's good. But the country is now listing like it's a, a ship that just left battle. And I really, really don't know how we turn the ship around. Um, a lot of sycophants out there, <clears throat> a lot of fans out there, a lot of really good American patriots out there. And look, we do agree Trump would be the best, you know, to be the president. But you got to live with reality. There's, you know, reality, realist, optimist, and pragmatist. Pragmatist, prag I think it is, but uh, whatever pragmatist okay um the reality is they don't want him to be the president whether it's the democrats whether it's the uniparty whether it's the new world order the globalist the deep state pick pick whoever you want or just all of the above but we have to live as a, as though what if trump doesn't win okay and we get the balloon and we hit the balloon and all the air comes out who do you get and where do we go from there the WF is big. The globalists are big. You got the BlackRock, the Vanguards. You got all of it. Okay, how do you fight this uphill battle? There's no patents. There's no Eisenhower's. There's nobody around. Okay, so with that, let me introduce my co-host, great co-host, been with him 13 years. We did radio for years and podcasting for four. Dr. Michael Shul, welcome back to the National Security Hour. I hate to sound so somber, but it is what it is, Mike. Well, it's a sad time, and not only because of events in the world, but because of the reactions to them by the people who are supposed to be our leaders, Colonel. They're, they they have done everything they can to make them worse, and I'm talking about both parties, not just one. Uh, you know, Biden gets pride of place, but the Republicans have been absolutely following his lead and making a, a disaster for us in the Middle East, and uh, there's no good reason for that. And we, we, we seem to think, we had a guest a week ago or so on our other, on our podcast, who said uh, very, very truly that we continue to look at the Muslim world and think it's 1947 and that they don't, uh, they haven't improved in their technology, in their just 
simple brain power in their country, in their weaponry, in their um, uh, ability to work internationally with other people. It, it's it's a uh, all of we all of the things we've done have really shown the depth of our ignorance or our simple uh, uh, not caring about the nature of our enemy. The enemy has changed massively in terms of its power, its unity, its uh, intention to uh, to uh, uh, say no more from Israel and no more from the United States. So it's a changed situation, which we don't seem to, to recognize, and it, it's going to lead to disaster, I'm afraid. It's hard to know what to do. You know, I, 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 we were speaking earlier, I, I, and I said, you know, when we were fighting um, uh, uh, Al-Qaeda and ISIS to some extent, they always accused us of selling guns or giving guns and airplanes to the Israelis to uh, uh, kill Palestinians. And they were mad about this and they were mad about that. And they never were able to say, and to their credit, they didn't say that our arms and military personnel were being used to kill Palestinians in the name of America. And now we have two or three carrier battle groups out there, 2,000 Marines are on the ground, apparently, and they say there's special forces all over the place, our special forces uh, in Israel. And we've really given, we've taken a step uh, that the previously the Muslims were reluctant to take because they didn't think it was true. We were surely supplying the Israelis, but they had no real evidence uh, that it was American trigger fingers that were killing Palestinians. And now it's very clear that it is. And Biden has given them a, in, in, in doing that, uh, by Biden doing that, he's given the Muslim world and especially people like Iran and uh, Turkey and uh, Pakistan and Saudi Arabia, uh, uh, a hammer to hit us with, but also a hammer now that we're killing directly, we're directly killing Palestinians. It's a hammer that also has been applied to the, to the populace in those countries, to the religious leaders and saying, listen, it's one thing to supply the Israelis. It's another thing to be on the ground with them and multiplying their ability to kill Muslims. So it's it's a new age of which we seem to be uh, absolutely devoid of of uh, apprehension or, or appreciation, rather. So it's it's I don't know how we get out of it. Um, Putin has sided with the Iranians, and I don't blame him. All right. So uh, with liberty and justice for all, welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth where you come to hear military and intel experts. And America Out Loud Talk Radio plays on the iHeartRadio Network. You can also listen to us on a media player from any web browser anywhere in the world. We have the best in-class apps available on Apple, Android Alexa, AAA. We stream 24-7 on AmericaOutloud.news. And now you can also hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of the shows typically go to podcasts one or two days, and they're heard on, broadcasted on talk radio. So you can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcasts, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us. We really mean that because of, there's a lot of things that go on when you rate it on Apple. You know, I don't know why, but it just happens. So be sure to make AmericaOutloud.news your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. 
and we almost do our part, share the stories, articles, and videos, so we can help secure America's future. Already, and with that, we'll continue. Uh, yeah, we, there's a there's a lot to talk about, but it's it's not positive, Mike. Uh, you know, we talked before we started the show today about you know now Putin wants to join, and and listen, it's a natural instinct, you know, to to be an ally because what do we do for Putin? <laughs> We're just fighting a proxy war with the Ukraine, so. If he jumps in on the side of Iran or whoever, that's just a natural instinct. I think that that's what you do because he's, you know, he's boxed in. You, you know, people will take it any way they want, but that's just my opinion, humble opinion. Okay. Yeah, and he's he and has then, a good nose for international affairs, Colonel. He's he knows what side is going to win in this if it if it gets much worse. Um, we're we're bankrupt as a country. We're we're inundated with invaders. Uh, we can, we have no lasting. Uh, power to, or power that lasts in order to stay out there short of nuclear weapons and i really think that some dead americans uh in uh, in in palestine or captured americans perhaps even worse will really get this country excited a bit about in uh about what's going on and maybe even put some pressure on these clowns in the congress and in the senate who who are, are just reprehensible people and have continually showing their first allegiance is not to the American people or to the American government, but to the Israelis. You imagine giving $14.5 billion to the Israelis and not a penny to go to defending our own borders? You know, all Americans should really stand up and think, man, man they all got to go. You know, there, there may have been a dozen people who voted against the money. I don't know that for sure, but there may have been. But the bulk of the 525 people in the Congress and the Senate voted uh, uh, to, to pump that money into Israel at the expense of our own national defense uh, uh, and the defense of the southern border and our debt. Now, what kind of people are these? Their, 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 their allegiance is to their pocketbooks and to the Israelis, which maybe is one and the same. I don't know. But uh, it's an astounding thing to happen in the United States. Well, I think, you know, also they, they, they work with the Defense Department. They work with the Pentagon. They work with the military contractors. They were, you know, this is how they get elected and reelected. Mike, we know it. You know, a lot of people know it. Some people may not, but it's kind of odd if you don't know it by now, you know. Um, and that's where they get their money. They just need you to go there and make believe you're voting and you know, they'll come out and kiss a baby once in a while. But uh, their allegiance is to their pocketbooks and their allegiance is to to be continue to mire us down in debt and war. And when we give this money away, people have to understand we're paying interest on this money, too. And no one ever returns a check. You ever get a, Mike, do you ever hear about a check getting returned from any of our bailouts, any countries or anywhere in the globe? Forget the Israelis. Anywhere. I think in one country, in one, I think the Finns repaid some money to us after World War One or World War Two. I don't remember which one, but no one else has ever returned money. You know, lend lease was was uh, lend giveaway mm -hmm. during World War Two, and and since then it's the same thing. We've supported NATO. We've supported uh, various other uh, uh, alliances around the world, which which really are really just fronts for American power. But it still costs us to make sure they stay on board and become players in the alliance. Mike, you said just before about a guest we had on our podcast, you know, talking about we're playing in the 
the old league, let's say, the minor yeah. league kind of thing. When you look at the the world board today and what's going on, and, and Iran, remember, Iran jumped on this right away because BB wanted to do that, extend the Abraham Accords. Now, I'll say something because we're just coming up to the break, but I'll say something real quick. What I don't see in the mainstream media, and, and even in alternative media, you gotta you gotta look hard for it. There's a lot of Saudi princes and people within Saudi Arabia who are who are damning and condemning Hamas. They're saying you gotta stop this, and you know, they're taking the side of a peace deal. Like let's, you know, get to a peace table. Uh, and they're basically giving the Israelis some credit by hitting back, believe it or not, okay? Which is kind of odd, but it's happening, okay? It's more or less what we said last week on the show when we talked about, you know, you're going to have to get to a peace table sooner or later, okay? And, uh, you know, it's just, you can't go on. You can't just continue the carnage and, and cheer like it's a Super Bowl game or it's a World Series game. You know, remember, we had that with Gulf War, Gulf War One and Two. Everyone was 100% behind the president. Everyone... Uh, was 100% be behind the coalition. And what did it leave us? And look at Iraq today. And who benefited from it? We're coming down to the last minute. And uh, we're going to come up on the first break for the National Security Hour with Dr. Mike and Colonel Mike. It's just a, it's a very sad thing to talk about because it's 24-7. It's front news. And, uh, you know, we're sitting here comfortable in America for now, for now. And uh, in the second segment, we'll give you a little bit of our opinion on what's happening with open borders. So uh, we'd like to go to the break and visit the sponsors, and we'll see you on the other side. The Natural Colon Cleanse. It's the ultimate digestive tune-up with Oxy Powder. It's crafted to alleviate the discomfort of gas, bloating, and occasional constipation. There's a reason why Oxy Powder is our number one seller. It worked. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action. 
and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Welcome back to the National Security Hour. You're on with Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, 7 p.m. Monday. Five days a week, the show is on at 7 p.m., National Security Hour, various hosts, Monday to Friday. We try to get on every Monday, sneak our little butts in there, you know, on Monday and get rolling. But, Mike, let's continue. Uh, we spoke about an open border before the show, and now you said uh, Ray is concerned for what's coming through and what could happen in budgets. And isn't that something so you just spoke about 14.5 billion package, yeah. but nothing for the border. And now they're concerned about what's coming through. I think the concern about what's coming through should have been started about two years ago uh, before you decided to side with anybody in any kind of uh, conflict. Okay. And th this is something that uh, right now, if you were on the other side, and you saw this porous border, you'd be pumping money and putting people on planes to get into this country. And I think that's what the Democrats and the Unit Party want. They think they can survive something like this, by the way. You know that. They think that if there's internal conflict, that somehow they're immune. Can you can you broaden that for us, Mike? Oh, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to be immune. I think people, if something goes wrong and these people are actually uh, the military age men begin to take arms up against this in, in the country, I don't think it's just going to be against the Democrats. I think it's going to be against any politician that's been elected in the last 20 years. And especially in the last 15 years, I think. Um, clearly, uh, the the government of the United States is squarely on the side of illegal immigration, uh, especially in the area of military age men, some of them who appear to be trained, uh, child trafficking, raping women, uh, uh, you know, employing underage people in dangerous uh, activity work activities in the United States. The, the government is a machine of evil in the United States. It intends to destroy the republic. It intends to destroy the meaning of our founding documents. And the Republicans, none, none are... Uh, um, accepted from that definition even trump trump sounds like a damn israeli himself uh whenever he speaks about you know uh condemning those who criticize israel or not championing israel long enough i think trump has gone off the off his rails too israel has nothing to do with america first it has everything to do with the end of america and it's time finally for someone to stand up and say we don't care what you worship. You worship what the Israelis do. You worship a bag of fertilizer. You worship a goat. We don't care. But we're not in the business of defending theocracies. Uh, well, they always say, Mike, and I said it how many years ago, you know, the only democracy in the Middle East. Hey, you brought up a point about uh, trafficking. And I don't know if the listeners are aware of this. I found out the other day that... Um, and you could talk to a local sheriff, wherever you live, sheriff, police officer. There are certain things that you can do to avoid or rather uh, when you do a stop and you think it's trafficking a police officer or sheriff or whatever. Um, 
if they see a bunch of women and they think they're being trafficked, if this guy has some paperwork in the car and they've paid some money to be uh, transferred out of, you know, the women pay the money, let's say, okay? But they're, they're handlers, did at point A, let's say the border, and then you come up to Brownsville, and then you come up to whatever, and you transfer. They transfer like five or six times to get them where they have to go. But as long as there's some documents and they don't they don't say anything like, oh, yeah, I'm scared, I'm ready to die, you know, I've been raped 10 times on the way here. There are certain laws when it's on an interstate that these people cannot get get in on the deal, like the police or the, or the sheriffs. I just found this the other day. So even though the police officer or the sheriff knows they're being trafficked, he can, without a doubt, say, wow, these guys are being trafficked. He can't really do much because of our federal laws. Isn't that amazing, Mike? So, so they don't even have that in place to protect people. No, it's it's been, since the Civil War, it's been a steady augmentation of the power of the federal government and the diminu diminution of powers uh, that belong rightly to the state local governments. Uh, it's a, it's to the point where those governments more or less exist to, just to spend money that Washington sends them. And the money is always attached, attached with orders on how it should be spent, not on the border, but uh, on gays or on uh, LBGT crap or stuff like that. It's, this country is ass backwards at the moment, Colonel, and it's it has nothing to do with liberty. It has everything to do with the augmentation of a authoritarian government, and no one will fight back. No state will fight back. Look at what's happening in Texas. They're building a city for these people that's going to contain 150,000 of them at some point, and and people de 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 you know argue that it doesn't exist, and they show brochures that are are being printed and distributed so people coming into the country illegally know where to go. Or know where there's a possibility to go. Uh, Biden and his Department of uh, Homeland Security are using bulldozers to uproot um, uh, a fence along the border uh, that was once the wall before it was taken down. And what happens? Uh, they go in there with their bulldozers and root them out, the fences, and knock them down and take them out. And Abbott, who was the big cheese there, said, I'm going to do this, hasn't said a word about it as far as I know. Well, he, he's World Economic Forum, too. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, none of these people, it seems to me, none of these people are on our side, but they're quick to jump for everybody on the other side of the world. Yeah. Economic Forum. What's a more useless, authoritarian, almost Hitlerian organization than the World Economic Forum? The UN. Who? What American gives a damn what the UN uh, uh, thinks or orders, you know, the idea of an American taking an order from the UN or not murdering every blue helmeted person that the UN sends to this country to keep order. If that happens is insane. We have no stake in the UN. We should remove it from our country, remove it from uh, our ground and don't even attend it anymore. Let it sit wherever they put it in Switzerland or in uh, Davos or wherever they want it. And, and they can really pound sand there. Um, we don't need them. They've, it's been a dilapidated, corrupt, murderous trafficking organization for as long as it's existed. And that's the that should be the reply of the United States to any international organization that threatens our sovereignty and well-being. And that is about all, nearly every international organization I can think of.
let them go play somewhere else. Let them go to China. They love China. Oh, yeah. And yeah. China's a big country, too. They, yeah. they have Put good right food. Yeah. yeah. Make room for them next to the Uyghurs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, have what, good what's his too. name? That that clown that runs... Uh... Xi Jinping? No, no. The, the guy that runs the big tech company that builds the security for the, the where they're torturing Uyghurs. Oh, is that the Apple guy? The Apple guy. Yeah, the guy that wears yeah. a sweater all the time or a turtleneck or some damn thing because he's or whatever he is but it's it, it's it's an absurdity we we are uh you know i don't know who rules this country but it's not us and it's in this i think that the congress really displayed its um uh treason by sending this money to israel without a dollar to help the people not even to help people who are being murdered and their properties being ruined by these illegal aliens who are coming into the country. Not a nickel for them, not a soldier to defend them, but fourteen point five billion dollars to the Israelis. All right, let me let me let me break in here a second. You're such a, you're on such a good roll. I don't want to do it. <laughs> but if, just if anybody remembers the name of the state, it's called Hawaii. Hawaii. Does anybody remember just a little while ago what happened to Hawaii? How much money did they give to those people where they lost all their homes? And children. And their children and schools to rebuild schools. What did they do for the citizens of Hawaii? And Nothing. 700 like bucks, wasn't it? 700 bucks? Yeah, even if it's a thousand. But that's <laughs> our country. Yeah. And yet, these clowns signed on to a multi-billion dollar deal for a foreign nation, which they say we have to support our ally. No, I think what it is now is anywhere there's a conflict and we could send people, whether it's military or advisors or money, we want in. Like, let's say tomorrow there was something in Guam, there was something in Somalia, there's something in Mali, we want in. We're in. We're all in. We'll figure out the side we want to be on because we know we can send money there. Wake up, America. This is real. This is real. They're taking your taxpayer dollars. They're splurging it. And then they have the nerve to say, we're, we're trying to defend that country against the bad guys. Well, who are the bad guys? Just who are the bad guys? All right. Well, they attacked first. Hmm. Got to check the box there, right? I understand that. But what do you do now? Decimate the place. And then now these people, well, let's just, let's just, let's just ask an honest question, Mike. Where could they go? Let's, let's name some countries where they can go. Can they go to Germany? Can they go to Sweden? Can they go to Turkey? Can they go to Iran? Can they go to Saudi Arabia? Can they go to Yemen? Can they go to uh, Djibouti? Can they go to Ethiopia? Who's going to take them? Who's going to take them? No one's taken them all these years except for what, Jordan. And for a while, they were, they were in Syria, let's say. Okay. Well, if the Democrats but, could, we would take them. Yeah. But yeah. We, they don't want them here. No. They don't want them here. No, 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 no. They don't want them here. No, the Israelis would never allow that. Okay. But as you noticed last week, finally, Day, what what day are we into this? We're already almost a, a month into this deal. I think so. I think it was the eighth of yeah. October. 
Right. Close to a month. All right. We're coming up on a month. Finally, Senator Mark Warner of Virginia, Senator Tim Kaine of Virginia, running mate of Hillary Clinton, came out and said enough because the heat in Virginia with the Palestinian community, the Arab community, is hot. Remember, these guys always supported Tim Kaine, always supported Mark Warner, but it took them a long time to make a statement to come out and say, okay, you guys got to cool the, the jets and you got to get to get to a peace, peace table of some kind, okay? Um, no. But it took almost a month. Uh, I'm not giving them credit. I don't care what you oh, say. Oh, no. Okay? What it comes down to is the Palestinians don't have enough money to match what the um, Jewish Americans are giving to Virginia politicians. Right. So you but, go with, with the bigger wallet. But for years, Mike, for years it's been known in Virginia that uh, the Palestinian uh, community, and these are the people from Ramallah, majority of them are from Ramallah, uh, and they're business people. They're good people. They work. Their kids are in good schools. They're professionals. Their kids graduated colleges. You know, uh, they're not uh, gangbanger hip hoppers or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, for years, they supported Tim Kaine and Warner, but it took a long ass time for them to come out and make a statement. Yep. Okay. And uh, you know, it's a big Jewish community in Maryland, not as big as in Northern Virginia. It's a small. Uh, Virginia, uh, Jewish community in Northern Virginia. Majority, of the the bigger community is in Montgomery County, and uh, you know that part of uh, Maryland. So, you know, I I want to applaud them, but I don't because it took too long. And I think at this point, um, they probably I think since Trump probably lost the Democrats with the Palestinian community, America probably lost fifty percent of the support because all they've gotten for twenty years was you know. Uh, word salads, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're going to do something. We'll try to do something because they had how many presidents? You had Clinton, right? You had Bush, you had Obama. Nothing was done, you know. Two state, three state, four state, whatever, you know. So, I just, I just think, well, who's going to take them? You could keep, you could keep bombing the shit out of them, but who's going to take them? Yeah. Who, who, who wants them? I mean, then you say, well, not even the Arabs want them. No, it, it, listen, these people want to stay where they are. They just want to live where they were. They don't want to keep floating around. They don't want to be a diaspora, okay? And although there's, they're all, listen, we have many communities you saw with the flags in America. You know what I'm saying? We have many communities in America with a lot of Arab Americans and a lot of Palestinians. And like I said, it was peaceful until it was infiltrated. You know what I mean? So um, it's kind of repulsive in my opinion, Mike. Yeah, it's repulsive and it's dangerous, Colonel. The the uh, we had uh, what's his name, the FBI guy here. Uh, oh, Ray. Yeah, well, I think this week it was. He mm -hmm. testified before Congress and said uh, they were asking him what's he doing about the uh, uh, terrorists and uh, military age men and uh, you know paramilitaries coming from China or Iran or other countries that are our enemies. What's he doing about them? He said, well, we really don't have enough money. And he still ranked uh, Christian Americans, uh, supporters of Trump, conservatives generally as the greatest terrorist threat in the United States. Oh, always, always, always. And, uh, he doesn't really have enough money and manpower to go after um, the people uh, uh, who are going to come in here to first kill us on the orders of foreign governments 
And third, uh, the military, when it begins its draft program, they'll recruit those people into the military because they hate America already, uh, whether they're Arabs or Chinese or whatever. And they Africans. They have no uh, qualms about killing Americans. And I, I would imagine especially white Americans. But it's a mm-hmm. it's a, a it's a ridiculous thing. Ray is Ray is uh, an enemy of the state, an enemy of the Constitution, an enemy of of human beings. And that's the characteristic of the, the the Biden cabinet. You know, why are we doing this with Israel? When Biden was elected, 10 of his cabinet ministers were Israeli Americans or Jewish Americans or whatever they call themselves. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's not a surprise. You know, we're, we're, we're pretending as if we're fighting for the existence of America in Israel. And that's as stupid an idea as um, the idea that we're fighting. We fought in Vietnam to protect uh, uh, America, or when Bush said, "We have to fight and make sure that all democracy, all the Arab countries, become democracies because our future is dependent on theirs," which was a monumentally idiotic statement. But people ate it up. The media ran with it, and, mm-hmm. and so we lost two more wars in in the Arab world because of Bush and Cheney. Um, the voice who speaks for America these days, you know, you and I try to do a lot of people on this network try to do, but no one who is uh, directly responsible under oath. Uh, they take when they when they get elected, whether it's president to congressman, senator, who speaks for America? Hold and- that thought, Mike. Hold that thought, because we're going to continue on the other side. We're coming up on a break. You're on America out loud. Dot news. The National Security Hour with Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, Monday, 7 p.m. weekly. And we have a show every day, Monday to Friday, on 7 p.m. at 7 p.m. on the network. There's a lot of other great shows, too, on uh, different hours. So when you come to hear Liberty and Justice for All, we're going to go over to the next break and uh, see you on the other side. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD 
for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system to keep our bodies free from harmful bacteria, viruses, and toxins become less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Welcome back. You're on the National Security Hour with Dr. Mike, Colonel Mike, Monday to Friday, 7 p.m. on AmericaOutloud.news. This is our final segment, Mike. Um, is there anything else in the news that we missed that we should talk about? You know, it, 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 there's almost endless numbers of things, but those seem to me to be the most important. I think I would po- point out one more uh, that those those parents who pay for their kids to go to these uh, Ivy League or as you call them poison Ivy League poison Ivy League schools or other eminent schools in this country, you know what we're seeing uh, is those serving in Congress were of an age when those colleges were producing uh, very strong proponents of Israel, defenders, uh, avengers of Israel. And what we're seeing now, which uh, parents help fund develop that uh, rock of insanity in in United States foreign policy. And now we're seeing that the Democrats changed horses and they're using their uh, donors money, which much of it comes from Jewish Americans, uh, to have their university professors who they own teach um, uh, anti-Israeli uh, uh, feelings, emotions, beliefs, and pro-Arab. Now, in in both cases, parents are getting nothing out of their investment in an education. An education is not in, inculcation or or um, uh, hate. Uh, it is it is more than that, or it should be more than that. It used to be more than that, but what they're paying for now is just uh, directly. Uh, hurting the United States uh, for extended periods of time. The educational Mm -hmm. system in this country, from top to bottom, but especially in the universities, the universities are a factory that produces ill-educated children but haters. Mm. Whether they hate Republicans or hate Trump, hate Israelis, hate Palestinians, hate is the specialty of of our leading universities and it's driven programmed supported by the democratic party and and if i knew more about it i would suspect there's a lot of uh, rich democrats who are funding the same schools or republicans rather mm-hmm. both parties this this to me colonel th- this episode of the last month has shown 
that there is neither party can be relied on by uh, by any American because they're always going to chase are always going to take advantage of an opportunity to hurt the United States more. I thought that used to be just the byword of the Democrats, but after this money that went to Israel, instead of helping people on the border or closing the border or helping America in that way, I don't think they're worth a damn, either one of them. And uh, people, you know, you've got to start to see these things and you've got to pay more attention to the alternate media and just mm-hmm. listen to these people. The one thing the Republicans are doing well is is uh, grilling uh, nominees for Biden's government who turn out to be a freak of one kind of another most of the time. And they've, they've also done a good job in, in uh, going after, you know, uh, the enemies of America like uh, Merrick Garland and uh, Ray uh, Mayorkas. My God. My orcas is running the border, and he's long known to be in favor of, uh, uh, you know, reuniting Mexico with the southwest of the United States. Is he a Cuban, Mike? He's. I think he is a Cuban. I think. I think that's right. I think he's Jewish American. Is his, na- is his nationality uh, what? Do you have any idea what is? I don't. Uh, I thought he was a Mexican, but maybe he is Cuban. I think somebody said he's a Cuban. I think his uh, he's probably working for the for the Cuban government too. It's yeah. How do these people get through the security process? Well, just like everybody else does, you know, they let them in. There's no there's no security process. They know who they are. Just what, a week or two ago, they had a high official in an Iranian person in a high position in our government. Yeah. Our uh, government's yeah. been taken. Yeah, our government's been taken over since Obama. You know? I mean, there's no security. Let's face it, they put a lot of people in high positions. So Well, you uh, know, it all it all sums up, Colonel, to uh diversity multiculturalism, minority hires. Uh, what, what Clinton did, and I think it, uh, she did it brilliantly, Hillary, was to, to keep saying over and over again that our strength lies in diversity. Yeah. Biden says it. And, the, and she was right. It was their strength, not ours. <laughs> the strength that we needed to destroy America could be found in diversity and, and um, all of those programs. In the Department of Education. And to our listeners here and around the globe, you could bomb Gaza to smithereens. You could take down every building and leave it in ashes. Where do these people go? And how much more will they like you or the Israelis? And Israel has to come to the conclusion that they can take everybody out. And then what happens? Okay? And if if Israel is on a death wish or a suicide uh, trek, can you leave us out of it? Okay. Uh, this is not apocalyptic, and this is not biblical. Let God handle that part of the world. That's his part of the world, okay? He gave us America, and uh, we got Europe. And if we want to stay freak show, and uh, we want to curse God, and uh, we don't want to uh, repent for the actions of this country. Again, we'll, we'll go back to the 63 million Holocaust. It's a Holocaust. Nobody wants to use the word because you're only allowed to use it with the number six, not 63. We have an American Holocaust in our country. And uh, when I see these things about God blessing America and all that, you know, yeah, he blessed America a long time. But, you know, 
just like the Israelis were blessed and they were cursed. Uh, we're the same. We're the same package over here. Okay, uh, we have blood all over our hands, and we're talking about the Gazans. We have blood all over our hands in America, and we're talking about the Iranians throwing people off roofs. Take the plank out of your eye, please. Take the plank out and look at your own country before you start accusing other people. Now, that may be their faith. That may be their belief. Okay. Um, and that's fine. You know, if they want Sharia law and they want to have, that's their country. That's that's their culture. Yeah, I heard a guy, remember Mike last week, say, well, we, we could free 80 million Iranians. No, they could free themselves. They give them some help and they could free themselves. You don't need to send anything there couple of bucks, a few rifles, whatever, right? But uh, maybe there's a lot of people in Iran that like it. I don't know. What do you think? Maybe there's a lot of people. I hear people that live in Saudi Arabia love it. They're living a good life. There's American, American black people living in Saudi Arabia say they'd never come back to America. It's safe. It's safe in D.C. It's safe in Baltimore. I don't know what they do there, but, you know. And uh, there's other countries where, you know, we make all this fuss, but... Uh, they don't have the nonsense we have here. Continue, Mike. Thank you. Well, the, the, the final thing I think we have to admit is that uh, we've, we've been strangled in our foreign policy by um, pretending that an important goal of America is for its national security is to have other democracies in the world. And the f fact now I think should be plain to everyone that while we're killing our own democracy, uh, our, our policy of building democracies overseas has been an abject failure, and a predictably abject failure. Uh, we've tried to impose on people around the world uh, a, 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 a democratic uh, system that we have ourselves completely ruined in this country deliberately. And what have we got for trying to give people something they don't want, that is democracy? We've gotten wars. We've filled up more acres at Arlington. We've bankrupted our country, and we've earned hatred from almost everyone in the world. In our great success story, Europe, after World War II, there's probably more representative democracy in, in Putin's Russia than there is in England at the time, the cradle of our liberties. Oh, they'll be saying, oh, you're crazy, Dr. Shoya. He's a dictator. He's a communist. He's a KGB agent. No, <laughs> no, sorry. He's a cool head. If you look at a few of his YouTubes when he's speaking, right, uh, when he speaks about the West, pay attention. Pay attention. Because, you know, here we are. They know what they're doing. We got sports seven days a week. We got Netflix. We got the cable shows, right? We got the uh, the whore shows, you know, housewives of whatever. Okay, everybody's tuned into something. They got you buying. They got you buying goods on on TV twenty four seven. Spend money that you don't have, right? Then cry. Uh, you need your student loans paid off. That's another thing. You know, where does this government come off and say, "Well, I, you know, I'm just going to cut a deal and give these people a break." Well, what about people who went to vocational school? What about people who uh, didn't? They they went into the workplace. Do they get any benefit out of this? You're taking their money. Are you going to give them some free mortgage payments or free car payments or pay off their cars or whatever? I mean, they, they contribute to society. They contribute to the, to the country. 
uh, people uh, with the student loans, you know what you did. You signed up for it. Okay. So can you go to the bank tomorrow and say, hey, you know what? I'm not getting a student loan break, but can you cut this mortgage in half? You know, is President Biden going to do that? Or doofus, whatever? You know, Mr. Magoo? No, I mean, it, it, it's a... This is not representative democracy. This is not, this is not the republic that we, we thought we lived in. You know, it's the winners and the losers, you know? Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I, I think that's exactly correct. And it also is a difference between um, adults and terminal uh, adolescents. And I'm afraid the people we elect to office, I, I'm even beginning to wonder about Trump, uh, of whether or not uh, they ever really grew up. You can be very rich and still be a perpetual adolescent uh, by declaring, you know, the, the the future of the United States depends on democracy in the Middle East. That's just idiocy. It's not an argument. It's not defendable. It's just stupid. Well, we Mike, what are those two organizations we had? It was it was the International uh, Republican Institute that went around promoting democracy. You remember with the, with the House yes. and the Senate. And the other one had they had the democracy. There was the democratic something or other. They both had like a think tank kind of thing, right? Yeah. And they would send money to different countries and send uh, staff from the uh, Congress to different countries and have these meetings in foreign nations and talk about democracy, democracy building. And we would pour all this money in. You know that was before George Soros came on the scene and he learned the tricks and. Now he's got the Open Society Institute for 30 years, right? But we would go in there and figure out how to uh, create chaos, but call it, you know, we want to help you, uh, you know, start a democratic nation, nation building kind of thing, right? And, uh, you know, and and we were subvertive in our ways, the way we did it, too. There were certain ways, you know, they'd send in like a John McCain and a Lindsey Graham, you know, and, uh, you know, hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars we flow out of the country and in the support of this craziness called, you know, nation state building and building democracies around the world. And all that did for us is put an anchor on our neck and uh, it became a welfare program internationally. Yeah. Where we just, you supported the guys. We supported whoever we liked. And then if that guy didn't win the next time out, you know, we pulled back the money and we tried again and again. And the whole purpose of this now, and I look at back at it, Mike, the whole purpose was to, when to get these democracies up and running was to basically build mini NATOs where we could funnel all kinds of money in there. And now, now we've seen since the Biden administration how that works, you know, with the Ukraine and where, you know, money just gets blown this way and that way and brought back this way and that way. And it gets funneled into America somehow or another by hook or by crook. And these, uh, these parties, uh, these political parties gain from that. So sad, really sad situation. It is. It is. And, and I think too many Americans, because we don't educate our, our people very well, did, don't re- recall that the, 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 the founders saw as one of the worst possible outcomes for the United States was democracy. Mm-hmm. Since ancient times, people have, uh, believed that democracy is the final stop before tyranny. And I right. think we're finding that out right now, certainly. Mm-hmm. What's happened to Europe is ultimately the proof of that, and I, and we're going to be additional proof, I'm afraid, 
Um, Europe has gone from a hardy um, democratic or small R Republican place where people who were elected answered to the needs of the people they, they governed. That's completely gone. They've surrendered their sovereignty as nation states to a, a, a criminal organization called the European Union. And uh, we've surrendered ours to, to uh, you know, laughable people. The, the appeal of Putin, I think, in the West is it's been so long since most people have seen an adult who reacts to things in a way uh, human nature should react to them, whether it's perversion, whether it's uh, uh, stealing territory from someone, uh, as as in the Ukraine, uh, the, the Russians don't want anything in the Ukraine but what's Russian, and to get mm-hmm. rid of the great democracy's effort to build more and more vaccines there to kill more and more people around the world, especially in their own countries. So, um, it's a sad. It's been a long, sad hour today, Colonel. But it's it, it if you don't face up to it soon it's going to be too late to even bother to try to do that well i think you i agree with you mike it's a long sad hour i wish i had better news and i just you know sometimes i just want to turn it off it's just so sad because here we are defending what they call the only democracy in the middle east and how do you justify murder is murder no matter which side it's on and you look at these kids, whether it's Israeli kids or Palestinian kids, and how would you like them to grow up? Now, remember something. Just remember something. Going back, let's spin the wheel back a few years. Remember, after the Holocaust, after Nazi Germany, after what happened in you know the Polish Jews, the German Jews, whatever, we heard it all through our life up to now. The tattoos on the arm, the numbers, the... Uh, concentration camps and everything. How do you think those children are going to grow up? Are they going to grow up to love Israelis? Are they going to grow up to love Americans? Are they going to grow up to love Westerners? I doubt it. I doubt it very much. And they they may be the future terrorists that will roam the globe and saying what they did to my family, what they did to my brother and sister. And just think about that. Just think about that for a minute. You have children. Think about it. If something happened to your children, right? How would they grow up without a mother and a father, right? Orphanage, whatever, okay? And uh, if they knew who did this to them, how do you expect them to feel? Okay, that's what you're looking at. And you should also remember that that we have a government that doesn't give a damn Mm -hmm. about protecting uh, Americans against the threats they're they're intentionally creating in the world. They're creating big threats, exactly, Mike. Yep. And they don't care. And if she, if anything happened, what are they going to do? They're going to they're going to put a fence around where they live, right? right? And they're going to have all kinds of all kinds of military and bodyguards. And and in the meantime, we're wide open. Hey, we're down to the last minute, Mike. It was good talking to you again this week. Thank you so much. All right. And I just want to say, as we close, and we always say when we close. All right. I want to thank my co-host, Dr. Michael Shoyer. With liberty and justice for all, I want you to thank, I want to thank you for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. And we mean that. And I mean, today, you know, to me, it's not an upbeat show. Um, Nothing's going to be upbeat while this is going on. Okay. 
whether it's the election, whether it's Israel, whether it's Gaza, whether it's Iran, uh, there's nothing right home about. And we're going to have an election just uh, in a couple of days in Virginia, early, early voting, all this other stuff. And we'll find out some more shenanigans. And they just found out some shenanigans in, in uh, Connecticut. So we want to sign off and say thank you for joining us on the mission. And we'll be back next week to discuss more on the National Security Hour.